Do you want to find solutions on how to make decisions faster, how to solve problems with your teams, or define a clear strategy that resonates with your staff and customers? There is a workshop for that. Hello there, I'm Nati Ravez, founder of La Workshopeuse. I'm a collaboration consultant and workshop facilitator, member of an amazing workshopper community. In this podcast, I meet them to get the best advice on facilitation and I'll let leaders and managers speak to understand the challenges they are facing. Welcome to the show. I have to speak in English, actually. Oh, yes, 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 we have to speak. <laughs> Indeed. Facilitation is about engagement and engaging people can be difficult. The facilitator's role is to get their attention to guide them through a process, to bring them to a tangible result, keeping them engaged along the way. To do this, he or she uses various techniques and methods. One of them is visualization. Today, I welcome a specialist in visual thinking who explains the impact of visualization and how she made it her career. Axel Bankwayi is a visual facilitator and graphic recorder. She travels the world giving visual summaries of conferences and is also the founder of Drawify, a platform giving access to drawings that you can customize for your own presentation and workshops. During our interview before recording the podcast, she told me one thing. Since I started my career by drawings what people say, I'd never had to do sales and marketing again. We had a great chat and I can't wait to meet her in person as she's one of the keynote speakers at the Facilitators Connect retreat in the Netherlands in September. I hope you enjoy listening to the podcast. Feel free to give it five stars on your player. Let's go. So welcome, Axel Van Kwai. I'm super happy to have you here. We were just talking in French, but actually, where are you sitting First of all, thanks, Nati, for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure. I'm really excited for that. Uh, where I'm sitting? I'm sitting in Antwerp, which is a city um, in Belgium, a city no one knows and everyone should visit. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why you speak English, you speak Flemish, you speak yeah, Flemish. French. Yes. Yeah. And then there are a few other languages I speak a little bit, but not, not enough to do a podcast. <laughs> so we will stay with English for this time. Yeah. I'm very thankful to have you here. We met because I am friend with Andra Stefanescu, who is a workshop facilitator, passionated by visual thinking. And she told me, you have to get Axel Mankwayi <laughs> on your podcast. And you are one of the workshop facilitator for the Facilitators Connect retreat, which will take yeah. place in the Netherlands in September. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we will talk about that a little bit later. I yeah, think. Right? you have a very interesting background. I'm just curious to hear from you. What have you done? What is your background and how you came to what you are doing today? Yeah, so um, I will... Uh, start with what I'm doing today very shortly and then go to my mm -hmm. background. So what I'm doing today, I always use the description my daughter gave to her teacher a few years ago when she was 10 years. Now she's almost 17. But when she was 10 years old, she had to explain to her um, teacher what the profession of her parents was. And for me, 
she gave a description and she said, um, my mother, she listens to um, difficult stories of important people and she turns that into a simple drawing. So that's indeed what I do today. And I will come back to that a little bit later. But what I, how I started my career is completely different. I started as a social nurse. So it's a kind of specialization on nurse in Belgium. And um, I did that because I, I wanted to help people and I wanted to travel around the world. I was When I was 18 or 17, I thought, I will never stay in Belgium. I want to travel. So I had to find a job that you can do wherever you are in the world, and we, which, uh, which is helping people. So I... I've chosen for nurse, but very, very soon I found out that it was not at all what I wanted to do. But I'm not a quitter, so I continued doing the study and I chose a social nurse, which is um, basically that you help people, very often poor people or people without a job. Anyway, people in, in problems, so you have to listen all day and you have to help them and try to find a solution for the problem they have. So um, I became a very good listener and that's something um, that I still use today. After being a social nurse, I had all kinds of jobs in HR and communication. And one day I decided to start my own uh, company as a consultant for HR and communication. And that's how I found out the job uh, that I do today. I was at a conference about conflict mediation because I was also a conflict mediator. Again, another good basis for what I do today. Mm -hmm. And I was, uh, I was looking, um, there was a, a person, um, capturing everything that the speakers were talking about. So she was capturing everything on paper by drawing. So I was looking at her and I felt a little bit jealous and I was thinking, oh my God, if that's, if that's your job and you can earn your money with that, that's, that's amazing. You must be the, the most happy person of the world. So um, I found out that she had a training. I followed that training. Long story short, <laughs> uh, I became a visual facilitator. Uh, so which means that I'm listening all around the world to stories of important people, mostly um, C-suite and, and yeah, and managers and so on, who have important things to tell. And I make... Um, I make a visual summary of that. That's uh, so. That's called a graphic recorder, visual facilitator, sketch noter. There are all kind of definitions for the job I do. Crazy. And did you have any skills before? Because I am looking at your work. I have your book here. I am looking at uh, some facilitators who are starting with that, and I am like, wow, this is really good what they are doing. But uh, I cannot do anything with a pen. So. Did you have some skills before or do we need some skills before to start with that? You need skills, of course, but not exactly drawing skills, uh, but everyone has skills. So the, first of all, um, I always have been confident in drawing because I loved to draw when I was a child. So I was really that, that kind of child that was drawing every, everywhere I could draw, mostly in classroom, mm -hmm. which the teacher didn't like, by the way, but... I was drawing a lot while I was listening to people or when I was bored. Um, I think in your book, you are talking about the teacher who was not so happy, but yeah. can you tell the story? Yeah, so and it was, I think it was a music class and it was about the story of Peter and the Wolf. I don't know if that's an, um, a famous story. Anyway, I remember that story and it was that, that course that I got, um, that the teacher wasn't happy because I was drawing the story of Peter and the Wolf while she was teaching us about it and she saw me drawing and she said 
can you please stop drawing and pay attention to the class? <laughs> so that's what she said. And I was actually drawing just to pay attention. And it's still the case. I can't be in a meeting room. I can't listen on, at, in a conference without drawing. It's after five minutes, I lose my focus and I, I'm gone with my thoughts. I'm, I'm somewhere else. So I really need to draw to to pay attention to something. Yeah. And I think m more teachers should know that. <laughs> yeah. So this is something that you that you actually liked to do. Yeah. But I'm not a talent. I'm not a real talent in drawing because that's that I, I can draw but not really, really well. No? The the summarizing skills, that's much more important than than the drawing skills. So yeah. it, it means that you can start with drawing in conversation or put some signs or pictures for a conversation even if you are not a talent in yeah. drawing this is what exactly. i hear here yeah exactly everyone can do it it's the, the basic thing the most important thing is to stop your judgment because the first thing you do when you start drawing is judge on yourself mm -hmm. you say oh i can't do that or it's not correct or it doesn't look like i wanted to look at like that's that's the biggest enemy it's our own brain that start judging as soon as we start drawing that's that's happening for everyone yeah. also for me by the way <laughs> <laughs> you wrote a book about that yeah mm -hmm. start to draw and you teach also other people facilitators on how to draw mm -hmm. yeah why is visualization so important in meetings and workshops I didn't know myself either before before I started doing it. So I, I was a facilitator when I started doing it, the visual facilitation. So I have seen the difference uh, between facilitation without drawings and facilitation with drawings. And the difference is the difference is huge on many levels. The first thing is with facilitation, everything is about engagement. Mm -hmm. you want to, to engage people, that's the hardest thing uh, in facilitation. So the moment you start drawing people see their words appearing on paper or on a screen and that is really mag magic to them so and the fact that their their words are somewhere written and in a in a nice visual way they really um, are encouraged to to add more uh, words and more text so and, and they are going to talk more because they want their words on that paper so and also uh, very often someone tell something and then 10 minutes later people forget about it but when it's on on paper people see it and they build further on what's on paper so that's really really helpful when you're doing a visual facilitation another thing is that when i do facilitation i always use my visuals to guide the process mm -hmm. so you can very easily show where you are in the process which steps you already made Um, what the outcome was and so on and then the last thing uh, is um, that Because you're drawing, you have, have much more alignment because a word is only a word. But when you draw, you, get, you give much more meaning to what you have captured from a, a workshop. And people will easily say, oh, oh, you draw it like that, but that's not what I meant. If you write a word, they are not going to do that easily. But when you draw, they do that. They, they are much more engaged in the content so that's um, for me there are, th these are three reasons to uh, <laughs> to start to draw in facilitation yeah. <laughs> to yeah. start to draw and yeah. there are a lot of uh, facilitators out there with different kind of specialization um, mm -hmm. how the skills of visual facilitation can impact 
the career of a facilitator? What is your experience with that? Yeah, yeah my experience was... Uh, It was pretty awesome, if I can say it like that. So, uh, like I said, I was a facilitator and consultant before in HR and, and communication. It's, it's quite basic and really like, like millions of people are doing that around the world. So, it's really, you are one of them and, and you really have to do a lot to stand out. And as soon as I started drawing or doing visual facilitation, I, I really promised since that day, I never had to do sales activities anymore because you are becoming really visual. So normally when you do facilitation and you leave the company, best case, there is a flip chart with post needs or maybe a little bit of text of you in that company. But if you make something visual, people will put it on the wall Uh, they will frame it, whatever. So it will be very visible in the, in, in the company. And then other people see it and they say, oh, that's nice. What happened there? Tell me about it. So they talk about it and then, oh, and who did it? Oh, well, it was, <laughs> and then they say your name. And that's how it's going. And, and very, very uh, funny. I was, um, I saw someone this weekend in the city, uh, uh, a person which worked with me a long time ago. And he said, Oh, last week I was in that company and I saw a drawing of you and I was, oh, that's a long time ago that I made that drawing in that company and it's still there. So it sticks on the wall. Your name sticks on the wall. So it has a big impact on your career. You really make the difference. And um, yeah, you, you stay top of mind. <laughs> so that so they, don't build, they don't buy some very known uh, pictures from a photograph or a painter. <laughs> Now they put something which has a connection with their own company and uh, drawn by Axel Van Quay. So yeah, this is a good... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's also, it, it tells the, the stories of the, of the employees, of the managers. So that's also nice. So uh, they also like it that their words are on the wall <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. If you'd like to join me for a podcast episode or discuss the challenges you face at work and how I can help, book a free call or send me an email. All the contact information is in the show notes. And um, how to start to draw? Yeah, so um, of, of course, it depends what your strengths are today. So um, if you really want to start drawing, then the, the first thing is follow a training. It can be one day, two days, whatever. It doesn't have to be long. I did a two-day training, but I know people who started with one day. The first thing is you have to get the basics. So the basics about drawing people, drawing emotions, frames. So there are a few building blocks, which by the way, are all written out in my book. And those are really simple. That's the first thing. It's like very elementary that you know those things. Um, and as soon as you know that, you can start. And I always give as an, as an advice, start small. So imagine that you make flip charts already in your facilitation, give them a frame, uh, make the title a little bit nicer, and maybe put one face or something on the flip chart. So it has a human touch and an emotion on it. So that could be the first step. It's really easy. It's something you can do beforehand. You don't have to do it live. And then you can start building further and further on it. Uh, build your own vocabulary in visual vocabulary so that you have your own icons you can use so you don't have to invent it while you're working and then you can start building on it um, and there are also a few techniques to combine it with facilitation that's by the way what I'm going to train um, at the facilitators of the connect um, facilitators connect retreat yeah that's because that's the thing most people 
if you know the techniques, they struggle to combine it while you're doing facilitation. Mm -hmm. And that's a few things you, yeah, you can learn how to combine it, that it's part of your facilitation flow Mm -hmm. and that it's not interrupting your facilitation, but supporting your facilitation. That's, that's something you can learn. um, And also by doing, of course. So it's just start with, a few things and then build further on that. That's really important. <laughs> I'm so excited to learn about it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, during the pandemic, mm-hmm. you didn't have the possibility to go in person to some events and uh, everything was locked yeah. down. And uh, and then you came to another idea. You founded Drawify. So could you tell me what is Drawify and how it started? Yeah. So uh, Drawify is a platform um, and it's indeed, we, we started during uh, COVID and it was an idea that I had already a few years before COVID uh, because one of my clients who was a startup entrepreneur, he did a training uh, with me and he said, oh, it would be amazing to have all the skills you have and, and the drawings you have on a platform that we can use it because even after training, I don't feel confident enough to draw and you must have so many assets that I just can use. And I said, yeah, it's a good idea. But okay, we started about talking about it, but we didn't, yeah, we, we didn't execute on it because I didn't have time and so on. And then of course, COVID happens. So I had time and, and uh, so I called that client. I said, well, <laughs> I have nothing to do at the moment. Let's talk again about that idea. So we started talking about it and that's how Drawify was born. So today it's, by the way, it's a very important day today because we just launched this morning a new version. Uh, so that's really, and we also had uh, our 10,000 user, active user uh, on the platform. <laughs> so it's a really important day. I didn't know that when uh, when we scheduled this, uh, this podcast. But anyway, so it's a platform uh, where you can create your own visual communication using drawings, uh, text, uh, templates, uh, without having to draw yourself. So we have, we are putting every day more and more drawings. So and when I say we, it's me with together with 35 other visual storytellers around the world who are really professional and who put assets all the time on, on the platform so that other people can use it and draw without drawing. <laughs> so imagine you have a workshop and you want to do it really visual, but you don't feel confident enough to draw. You can use our work, change colors, add text, change text, whatever, make it completely yours and shine and stand out from all the others without having to draw. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is a very good idea. And, and is there is it easy to use Or is there some videos where we can have a look or some webinar when we can have a look how to use it? Because I know that there is an integration, for example, in the mirror board. You can just click add uh, Drawify and then you have access and you can only download the things. How to use on a very good way Drawify. Yeah. Well, first of all, the new version is um, very e- even easier than the, the previous one because we really looked at all other existing platforms like Canva and so on, and we made it really similar. So it will feel very familiar because it's yeah, it looks very 
much the same. So uh, it's really easy to use. Uh, there are a lot of teachers that use it in the classroom without any explanation, and the kids use they use it immediately. So it, I think it's really easy. We also uploaded uh, a bunch of new short videos on YouTube where you can. It's I don't know if it's live yet. It's going to be done today. Like I said, it's all very new. It will everything will be communicated on, on Monday. Uh, so we we have the short videos with the features, and then to really give people. Um, ideas on how to use it better uh, but really make it come to life uh, we do workshops all the time so we do once or twice a month we do workshops where you learn all kind of things it can be about designing a storyboard it can be about a mirror um, meeting and every time we show how you can use Troyify for it so so we're doing yeah also inspirational workshops for people um, to teach to become a better storyteller by using uh, Droify. We will, of course, put uh, all the information in the show notes so that people know where to find all the information about the events and maybe a newsletter, yeah. what, whatever yeah. you have. Yeah. yeah. So this is a big value. This is something that really make the the workshops more alive. I haven't started myself, I have to say, but um, <laughs> I think this is my next step. <laughs> yeah, first read my book and then... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will finish your book. I am by 47%. We just talked about it before. <laughs> and, then, and then I will start to draw and start to use the Drawify pictures. But I'm very excited because we will uh, meet in September... Mm -hmm. In the, the, in the Netherlands. So there is this retreat, five days for facilitators and uh, for facilitators who want or who are building a business. And mm -hmm. um, in these uh, five days, you will have your big spot to, mm -hmm. to work with us. So what, yep. what to expect there? Yeah. Well, um, so the first thing, um, I, I don't know exactly the level of people or, or visual thinking people, uh, the level of visual thinking of the people who are going to attend. So the first thing I will do, of course, is I will give the basics about the building blocks of visual facilitation very shortly because it's not a, it's not a whole day training. So I will um, uh, summarize it in a, in a very practical way. And then, of course, uh, I really want to show how to use it in um, visual facilitation because, like I said, um, I know that most of the facilitators there at the retreat are really building a business and want to make the difference, to stand out and to, yeah, to have a good, successful business. So um, I'm going to explain how to use it in facilitation so that you really can be different from all the other facilitators in the world. Because like I said, it's it changes a lot when you go out of the company and you leave something behind. And that's really what I want to achieve, that everyone there <laughs> doesn't leave a company again <laughs> in the future without leaving something behind that sticks on the wall. Um, because I... I really believe that it's uh, very impact impactful in your career as a facilitator. Yeah. Nice. And you will be there one day or the old retreat? I will be, be there one day. Yeah. You will day. be there one day and we will start yeah. to draw with you during the... Yeah. Ah, nice. You will start to draw. I think everyone gets a book and gets markers and everything you need to get started. So yeah, that will be very exciting. So people, you have to come to the retreat 
Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's an uh, it's uh, an amazing bunch of people. So I saw already. So uh, it's absolutely worth going there. Yeah. Hi, I'm Katrin Siebers from Facilitators Connect, and I have something for you. If you are an entrepreneur in the field of facilitation, keep your ears wide open. There is an event that you should not miss if you want to scale up your business and leverage your skills. It's called Facilitators Connect and it is a retreat which will take place from the 11th until the 15th of September in the Netherlands. Five intense days with top speakers who will hold exclusive workshops where you will get the most out of your own positioning but also your sales and marketing strategy. With speakers such as Ahmad Munawar, Axel Van Kuali, and the well-known Brittany Bowring. Grab your coupon in the show notes to get a special discount. Sign up super quick on facilitatorsconnect.com and join 40 facilitators from all over the world for five intense days for your business, for your network, with like-minded people, but most of all, for yourself. See you soon. Yeah, because it's it's also we learn something, but we are all together and then we can uh, talk about how how to grow our business, how to, what we can use uh, in our business and exchange. It's not about learning only a few things. We can learn also, mm. you will be there to, if we want to ask some question, how you did that, mm -hmm. that you don't have to make sales uh, mm -hmm. with your specialization. And I think meeting people in person makes such an energy mm -hmm. and meeting in person uh, when you are all going in the same field and want to grow mm -hmm. it was for me last year a big experience have you been a speaker in different kind of such events um i have been speaker in oh, so many different events um i have been speaking a few times already for other visual facilitators so on uh, visual thinking events um i have been speaker for uh coaches that are coaching people around careers, for instance. So, and I've been speakers for CIOs, for, uh, for teachers, for, name it, <laughs> for many for researchers, for, so it's for many different people. So yeah, it's, uh, every time there's another angle, of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know how many thousands of people I have trained and, and, and talked to the last, the last years, but it's, it's thousands of people. I can't tell you. I can't uh, count them. I think but a lot of people, lots, lots of people. Anyway, yeah. What is the thing in your job that makes your life happier? Yeah. I did some coaching and trainings myself in mean to become a coach. And there was a lot about what drives you. And what I found out is that inspiring others is something that really makes me happy. So that can be many ways. So when I teach a group of people, it really makes me happy because, yeah, I always have happy people in the room because it's a nice training. The learning curve is very, very steep. So people are always surprised with what they can do. So that's really nice. But even when I'm drawing, I'm also inspiring people because it's something people don't know. They say, oh, that's nice that you can do something like that. And it's inspiring to see you. So that's also very nice. And uh, with DrawFi, I inspire people to work more visual, but then without drawing themselves. And the nice thing there is that I, I feel that we really have an impact, much broader impact than with the visual work I normally do. 
normally I'm in the room and it's quite limited somehow. Yeah. But with DroyFi, you really see teachers in India using DroyFi to make their class more uh, attractive. Or you see someone in Canada using DroyFi to convince the board. The, the board. And so, so that's that's amazing. Knowing that that's happening around the world with something you created, that's, that's really making me happy. Um, and then the, the last thing that really also inspires me is to be at all those different places and listen to all those fantastic stories of companies, amazing speakers. Uh, I have... I have met so many amazing speakers through my work and that's oh, that's really something it's it's the biggest gift you can get <laughs> as a person to be inspired every day by other people so yeah inspiration is giving and getting that's that's my goal in life so so I'm a, yeah I'm a very happy person I must say <laughs> yeah can we say to end this episode that you create a new language You create a new language with no yeah. barriers of languages, a, a language on itself, because uh, drawing, no matter if you are in India or in Canada, like you said, this is one language. Exactly. That's that's exactly why you should use drawing. <laughs> it's, it's another language, and it's a language we all forgot to use. The text language took over, which is really a shame because... It's so much more powerful to combine both the drawing and the text. So yeah, it's a, I think it's a big um, it's a big compliment when you say that. <laughs> it's a, it's not my language. It's, I didn't invent it. I I only want to make it possible and accessible to anyone in the world. But yeah, indeed, that's uh, that's really a very nice way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks for that. Thank you very much that uh, that you shared uh, your story. I think it's for me. If I can give back, it's very very inspiring what you've done you. and uh, you look so happy when you are talking about uh, what you are doing so it's uh, <laughs> you want to do the same <laughs> like okay i will start to draw just after the recording <laughs> okay mission completed <laughs> one 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 more, one more in the world <laughs> Check. <laughs> Indeed. So I'm very happy to see you in person and in action. Me too. In September, yeah. I can only invite the listeners to come and uh, to be with us uh, yeah, with absolutely. amazing speakers, with Axel, with Brittany Barrering and with Amat Munova. Mm. Thank you so much very to to be here today and uh, for having you in my podcast. Thank you very, very much for that. <laughs> Thanks a lot for inviting me. It was very nice, a very uh, pleasant podcast. So uh, I'm very happy. Thanks for uh, inviting me and good luck with uh, all the others. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. In the notes, you'll find the link to Axel's LinkedIn profile, to the Drawify website and the Amazon link to buy her book, Start to Draw, which I've just finished myself and can't recommend highly enough. Join us at the Facilitators Connect retreat from 11 until the 15th of September in the Netherlands and take part in the workshop given by Axel as well as the other sessions held by Ahmad Munavar and Brittany Bowering, which focus on positioning, selling and marketing your facilitation business. Grab your coupon from the show notes and sign up at facilitatorsconnect.com. In the next episode, we move to another continent to meet Carrie Price, who lives in New Zealand. 
She is the founder of Facilitators Network, where facilitators can meet up, access courses to improve their skills, and also access great events such as the Facilitators Matters Festival of Learning, which will take place in July in Tauranga. Until then, I wish you good health, success, and lots of happiness. Au revoir!